Welcome to the Financial Flight Plan with Tim Estes and Bree Reyes. When it comes to your financial future, we believe the sky is the limit. We'll give you the proper tools to keep your engine <clears throat> portfolio running smoothly. Let us pilot the answers to some of your toughest financial issues. The Financial Flight Plan starts now. Hello and welcome in to the Financial Flight Plan Podcast. I'm Ben George. She's Bree Reyes. She's an investor coach and certified financial planner over at Estes Financial Services. And we're excited to talk to you today about why and who needs a financial advisor. We talk about it all the time, the, the benefits and the value to working with a financial advisor. But if you're someone that's kind of done it on their own for a while and feel pretty comfortable with it, that's great. And a lot of people can manage it on their own. But there comes a time when yeah, maybe you need to turn over some of that responsibility and and bring in somebody to be on your team and to help you build those uh, that financial plan and get you set up for retirement. So we'll talk about today on the show. Bree, welcome in. How's it going? Going well, Ben. Going well. Good. I'm glad to catch up with you again. I know uh, you just got back from a a ski trip. Nate's first ski trip. Is that right? Yes, we did. We took the baby. Well, I guess he's not. He would tell you he's not a baby <laughs> anymore. We a took baby, the right? kiddo. And uh, we went skiing in Utah. We do this every year. My parents go, my and my sister and my nephew joined us this year. And then this was this was Nate's first time on actual skis. He's been to Utah before. Like I said, this is something we do every year. Now we took it off last year because of global pandemic, but he's been once before. But this was his first time strapping on a pair of skis and going down the bunny hill. That's pretty and it was, awesome. So much fun, and this the baby skis are so cute. <laughs> Did he learn quickly um, about pizza and fries? He knows his pizza. <laughs> he knows his fries. He's uh, he hasn't. He's ridden one. They have two lifts. There's a smaller, shorter little lift, and then a bigger, longer little baby hill lift. And he's done the smaller, shorter one. He hasn't done the the, the burns, the bigger, longer baby lift. But this is the same place I learned to ski when I was eight, I guess, maybe seven. Mm -hmm. So it's really like a bit deja vu to be riding the, the, the bigger baby lift with my 14 year old nephew on his first, his first ski trip. It was just really, really kind of one of those weird family milestones, but we all had a blast and uh, we can't wait to get back. So you think Nate, Nate's all in on skiing? Going forward? Um, he really doesn't have much of a choice. <laughs> uh, I'm not all in on skiing, to be completely candid with everyone. Yeah. Um, I enjoy it at my own pace, doing the runs I want to do. Mm -hmm. My husband, my sister, and and to some extent, my, my dad and business partner, they love speed, danger. They're just adrenaline junkies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I... Maybe it's my nature as a financial planner. I'm a little plottier, a little, you know what? That just doesn't look like fun to me. When I'm when I'm in fear of my life, that is not <laughs> as fun for me as it is for my sibling and right. my husband. So they do their stuff. I do my stuff. This time dad skied with me a bit because quite frankly, I think they wore him out. <laughs> um, but we just had a really good time. We had a really, really good time. And then we skied with Nate just a teeny tiny bit. Like we skied next to him as he was skiing with his instructor. So yeah. he felt like he got a mommy and daddy ski. That's awesome. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, we're, we're trying to figure out our, our time we can take our daughter to go for the first time. My, my wife loves it. She's If she could do one thing all day, it would be skiing. So kind of like the way you are with scuba diving. She could do it all day, every day. So we got to put it on our calendar to try to get my daughter out there sometime to do it. So that's great the that you baby skis are so cute. <laughs> I've seen some videos going around recently 
a little kids uh, on snowboards and skis and, and the snowboard girl. I yeah, love yeah, yeah. the snowboard girl. <laughs> it's yeah. awesome. I love it. Well, that's great to hear. I'm glad you had a good trip and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how Nate progresses with all that. I'm sure he'll be great, but uh, it's good to catch up. And I want to kind of move into our main topic today. I think it's going to be a good one because you know, there are some people that feel they can save money by handling their own investments instead of working with an advisor. And, you know, that could be the case. And others just like the challenge of, of doing it themselves. But still others don't even know who to trust uh, and they end up working with no one because of that. So I want to talk about some of the reasons why someone might need an advisor. And let's begin, Bree, with someone that's a procrastinator. If if you're just someone that just puts off things over and over and you need someone there to kind of give you a kick in the butt, that's where an advisor can come in. I call myself sometimes a agent of reality. <laughs> and um, yeah, I don't, part of our job, and, and to a certain extent, we, we do this, and we're not a right fit for everyone, by all means. And not all clients are a right fit for our firm. I think that's important to understand, is we're interviewing you, at least at Estes, we're interviewing you as much as you're interviewing us. Because I don't like working with people I don't actually genuinely like. It's, it's as easy as that. And so we do tend to help people motivation. I, I'm a motivator and an agent of reality some days. And that is not everyone's cup of tea. And some days I don't like doing it either. Hmm, right. <laughs> I don't like being the bad guy all the time. I mean, I, I hate it. But for people who know, like, if I don't have, for example, this is me with the gym. If I right. don't know that I have a workout class and that there's a workout buddy there that is going to be missing me if I'm not there or I, or I know I'm paying for something I'm not using, I won't do it. I do not have that self-motivation to like, let's go work out at the gym. Hmm. Now, working out at home is different for me. For some reason, I can guilt myself into that. <laughs> but if you're, if you're that kind of person when it comes to money, like I know I could or should be doing different things, but I'm just, I can't. Yeah. That's when having a financial planner and more specifically a financial coach helps you because we're going to keep you on track. We're going to keep you accountable. We're going to call you and say, hey, what's going on? You're supposed to be doing this thing or shoot you an email. Now, there's a certain extent. I'm not going to do it for you. Mm -hmm. I've had people walk in here. Just just do it for me. That's that's not how this works because um, these are major life decisions that you've got to participate in. Nor am I going to hound you. <laughs> I'm only Nate's mom. I'm not, I'm not everybody's <laughs> mom. So there's a certain extent where if you don't take some ownership and responsibility in the process, you're not a right fit for me because I will end up resenting you. And remember what I said, I only want to work with people I like, not people I resent. Right. So procrastination, if that's you, think about it. Do you need somebody to hold you accountable? That's what a uh, certified financial planner like Bree can do. And even if you aren't a procrastinator, right? If you try to get started on this and you try to if do it If you try right, to get started and you need some help, that's when you bring in a professional. Just know the professional's not going to do it for you and you're going to have to do some stuff yourself. Yep, absolutely. And when you like, try I will not, I, I can't docu-sign apps for you. If you are so lazy, you cannot docu-sign an app, then <laughs> you got bigger problems. We're not a right fit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, even for somebody that tries to do it on their own brain, like starts to search and says, okay, let me just, let's, let's see what we can do here. Well, when you, when you Google like retirement planning or financial planning or investing, th there's billions of results oh, out it's, there. It's right? overwhelming. It's completely overwhelming. And it's, it's a complicated process. I sat down yesterday with a couple. One has a wonderful uh, retirement as a federal employee. The other one has a good retirement as a working for an airline, but there's like 
there are like eight or nine different pension choices for from the airline retirement versus the three with the government pension. I mean, it's just there's a lot of moving parts. Mm-hmm. And if you feel like, OK, I know there's a lot of moving parts. I'm overwhelmed. I Googled and the Google scared me. Google always scares you. <laughs> um, don't Google an illness. It'll scare you. Yeah. Um, that's when you want to sit down with a certified financial planner. You want to sit down with an expert because we understand how those moving parts can come together. And sometimes we're thinking about an additional part that you don't even know about. Right. Yeah. So that, that, that's number two, right? Is you don't even know where to start. So that's the, the second one I had, but you just talked about the third one perfectly. I think the value of having an advisor, just from what I've learned from you along the way, Bree, is that there's so many things just as a person that's not doing this every single day, that doesn't pay close attention to the markets and, and taxes and, and, and all this different stuff that's happening around your finances, you just don't know what you don't know. And that's where you can really, really, really provide a ton of value for somebody because I just don't know a lot of things that are out there and available to me. Exactly. And that's not an easy situation to, to know. I mean, it, it makes sense. There is a ton available for you and a ton out there. And if you're not living this world, it's incredibly overwhelming. Trust me. I know this. I, as my husband would, t- would tells people, really what I do is I'm a translator. <laughs> he loves this analogy. <laughs> That's what I do is I take the financial terminology and the financial world and try to, try to uh, translate it into common everyday English because it can be quite a bit. I mean, right now, the markets are incredibly shaky because of geopolitical concerns. Um, And if this is not something you're paying attention or you're not thinking about or you're not paying attention and thinking about how taxes are going to affect you in retirement, it can. Or healthcare. God, the rising cost of healthcare is not something most people plan for. And there's a there's a good chunk of people out there who don't even know that Medicare, there's a base cost, but then it gets higher as you the more income you make, the higher your modified adjusted gross income is. And the worst part is that's based off of something you did two years ago. And my, I do have a DeLorean in my office. It's a little toy. It's a <laughs> matchbox car or a Hot Wheels car. Actually, I think that Nate would be very upset with me. It is a Hot Wheels car um, <laughs> that I borrowed from Nate. And I can't fit in. It, it, it's a replica. It's non-working. So we can't right. go back in time to fix something two years ago. So as you're making these decisions, it's one of those things that if you're not, you're really not involved in and thinking about all the different repercussions, you could seriously damage your retirement. And and it's one of those, it's very, very important to, to think about all the little things. And unfortunately, most people don't know what they don't know. Nope. That's absolutely the case. That's why you work with professionals in every aspect of life, right? Because there's things you just aren't aware of and you're not going to be aware of because you're not doing it every day. So that's one. Now, on the other side of the spectrum, it's people that maybe are they are comfortable with it. They do a good job with it, but you don't really have the time to devote to it. Family, life, career, you just don't have the time to pay attention as closely as you need to. And that's where an advisor can really help you. Exactly. I mean, and it, it having a professional that's looking at this, that's in the office, every day that's working through paying attention to the tax laws and the financial rules and regulations and is you know watching the the new cryptocurrencies come out and seeing how things are are working through and knows what's going on frees you up to have time 
Mm-hmm. We call it the sleep factor around here. It lets you sleep without worrying about what you're missing because that's a very, very scary thing. And there's no guarantees in life. But the one thing that I've learned, goodness, after being in this industry for quite a few years now, is that you don't want to spend your last years on earth doing something you don't absolutely love. Right. And sometimes you, sometimes you, that choice is taken from you with cases of Alzheimer's or dementia. So it's nice to have somebody else who is handling that and working through that for you, with you, making sure you're not making decisions that are going to long-term damage your financial future. I had a client two days ago that we were worried about how much he was worried about how much social security he was going to get because he had been in a job where he hadn't paid into social security. And so there was a big question of, do we, do we apply now? Do we take it now? How do we, how do we work through this thing? And we were able to kind of look at his finances and look at what's going on and decide, yeah, let's go ahead and take it now. We know we're not going to get as much as we would have gotten, but just kind of walk through it. And because of, an offset or a penalty he was going to get. And now they have a couple hundred bucks a month that just pads their budget. So it was the perfect time to take it. It was the perfect time to help them. But that question of just, do I take it or do I not take it? He was so stuck in decision paralysis, having a third party walk through the pros and cons with him really helped. Okay. Yeah, let's go ahead and do it. So it's, it's one of those situations that I don't, Having the third party, having somebody who has the time to devote not only to just managing the portfolio, but staying on top of the laws and the rules and what may be coming down the pipe is super important. And then the last thing that that bugs me, and I think this is probably where you're going to go too, Ben, is there's no one good source of information. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you have conflicting financial television channels. That will say complete, two completely different things at the exact same time. And then they'll have talking heads who will get on and argue and yell and scream at each other. And commentators that throw things and yell and scream. It, it's, it doesn't seem rational at all. So where do you find an unbiased source of information in the media? I don't know. I can't. <laughs> yeah, let me know when you find her. I mean, because even even a station that I really, really like, and there's one or two out there, I also know that they get paid for ads. Yeah. And so they'll have an article about, or they'll have a commentator on, and then he'll it'll be doom, gloom, everything's going to heck. And then when we go to commercial, it's his doom, gloom, everything's going to heck fund. And then they come back from commercial, and there's the sunshine, rainbows, unicorn fund. And then the next commercial break, there's the sunshine, rainbows, unicorn fund. It doesn't matter which channel you're on. Yep. And I think, you know, not only just having an, uh, an unbiased opinion, but also someone looking out for you, right? Because the people that are on TV, they, they don't they don't have any interest in you individually, right? They, they're speaking generally or they care about their own, their company, whatever. But having somebody in your corner that's actually looking out for what's important and most and best for you is the, kind of the other side of that. Exactly. And the other thing is, is they might tell you when to buy, buy, buy. But right. then they all—they don't often tell you when to sell, sell, sell that same <laughs> security. Yeah, and I'm picking on someone in particular. I know, but you know, he's got broad shoulders. I think he can handle it. <laughs> well, that's that's so true, though. You, you never hear anybody. Hey, I think it's a good time you, you get out of this position. 
It's always about how great it's going to be and how much upside it has. So these are just some of the reasons why you need to work with an advisor. And if you want to kind of start that process again, estesfinancial.net is where you can get in touch with Bree, but you can also call uh, the team at Estes Financial at 817-444-8402. Again, 817-444-8402. And I'll throw in a bonus one, Bree, um, not only for just listeners of the podcast, but anyone could use help with their taxes and tax planning. Uh, and that's another spot where an advisor can be a big, big help. And just for listening to the podcast, we offer people the opportunity to get your ticking tax time bomb toolkit. Yes, we do. And the thing that I like about the toolkit is it's some strategies and an ebook and some information on the finan- your financial flight plan, of course, being um, an aviation family. We use a lot of aviation puns around here, but it's seven lessons to save your retirement. Um, and so we talk about taxes and now we're not CPAs. I'm not doing your taxes for you, but we talk about how to plan for taxes and how to take taxes into account in retirement. Um, because that's something you can't control when you're in the middle of it. (laughs) When uncle Sam says, send us 10 grand, you have to send them 10 grand, right? There's not a lot of leeway or there's a little negotiation, but not a lot, but there's decisions that you could be making now that could lower your taxes in the future. Or there's decisions you could be making now that might lower your Medicare premiums in the future. Now, not below their minimum amount. I know, but it all of this works together and a decision you make to try to lower taxes later on might affect your Medicare premiums in a bad way. So you've got to think about all these things together. And that's, that's what's in the ebook, the financial flight plan book, seven lessons to save your retirement. So if you want to get that, just log on estesfinancial.net. You can contact Bree, just let, him, let her know that you heard about it on the podcast and you'd like uh, to have it sent your way and they will get it out to you. But it's a great, great resource, a great tool. And if you want to learn more, again, just get in touch with Bree, and she'll be happy to talk you through additional tax planning strategies they use over at Estes Financial. It's getting to know you time. All right, time now for getting to know Bree Reyes away from the office. Bree, question for you today: What's the most epic way you've seen somebody get fired or quit? Well, this is the, the story about me getting fired. Ah. My first getting fired. So see, I'd had two jobs when I was in high school. I worked at Oshman's, which was a sporting goods store, very similar to Academy, I guess. That was here in Fort Worth. They no longer exist here. I don't know if they exist anywhere anymore. Um, And so I worked at Oshman's. And then my other job, because child labor laws don't apply to your own children, is I work for Estes. I jokingly say that I've had every job you can have in this office. And I really, really have from making copies and making files all the way to, to what I do now. And so my, the night before I graduated at a I had known that I wanted to go into this business. I'd worked with that enough. And anytime I was home from vacation, I was, I was in the office and I'd actually already gotten my insurance license. And so the night before I graduate from AM, we're sitting on the front stoop of my condo. It's dad and I, and I'm nervous as an all get out because, well, my biological parents were going to be in the same room. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's one of those big milestone things. And I don't deal with change well anyway. Let's, let's go back to talking about how well Brie deals with volatility and change. <laughs> um, and so I'm, I am freaking out is probably the nicest way I can put it. And Dad goes, so, you know, where have you interviewed? What are you doing? And I said, interviewed? What? No, I'm coming. I'm coming back to work. I'm coming to the office <laughs> working for you. 
And he said, uh, no. Now, we'd never had this conversation before. He had never told me I wasn't going to work for him. And I, at, the, at that time, was still doing st- and just thought that that's how it was going to work. And he said, no. He's like, look, this business is hard, especially starting out. And he was right. You're going to be wrong. As I say all this, I want everyone to know that he is right. And it, the decision he made while he was... I agree with him in the end, but he's like, this business is very, very hard. Most people fail out of it. And he's like, I don't want to be the reason you fail out of the business. I don't want you to resent me. You know, you could hate this business and succeed and you'd resent me. You could fail at this business and resent me. You could, and, and he's like, he was just laying out all the different scenarios. And he's like, there's only a, a very slim chance you're going to succeed and love the business at the same time. And you're too important to me. Our family is too important. No, you're fired. Hmm. There were tears. Yeah. There were so many tears. (laughs) So many, so many, so many tears. Um, My graduation photos uh, the next day, my eyes are all puffy and terrible. But (laughs) in the end, it was. It was the right call. It has taken me a, a long road to get back home. And to build up my confidence from some other partnerships and other RIAs and to where I feel confident and that I know I can do this. But it was a it was an epic firing. It was, it was an epic, epic firing. <laughs> and anytime he tells the story, he chuckles and laughs. I'm like, Dad, that doesn't make you sound like that nice of a guy. <laughs> but was I right? I'm like, yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah. And I think that's where the worst part is having to admit in retrospect all those years ago that he was right hard that yeah. part's hard <laughs> kind of hear that military background a little bit in in uh in tim there too with that with that approach you know blunt no i mean he thought for all the scenarios he was right and you know what i am so happy to be home yeah and i am happy that we can we now work together and that i you know we have a really really good partnership and a really really good team and but that's not always easy yeah. I mean, it's not. There are some days where I'm like, oh, and he gets frustrated with me too. But having worked with other people, it, it does give me a better perspective than had we just worked together since college. And point. I learned stuff. And part of that background helps our clients now because dad and I approach things two different ways. Yeah. He knew what he was doing. <laughs> you, yeah. you might not understood at the time, but that's a great backstory for the for the business for sure. Oh yeah, most definitely. And like I said, I, I love him to death. He's one of my best friends nowadays. Um, and, and that entire time he was, I mean, he hurt my feelings that night. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he was right. And I hate that. I hate saying it. He was right. We're going to clip that off and send it to him. All right. Oh, let's... he's already got it recorded okay, from good. another podcast. <laughs> I said it in another podcast too. All right, great. All right, let's uh, let's close out the podcast with a question that came in, Bree. It came in from Harvey, who's also a pilot. He says, the airline that I fly for is eliminating some of our pensions and giving us a buyout instead. I'm not being forced to retire, but now I won't be increasing my pension by working more years. Do you think I should just go ahead and retire? And what should I do with the pension buyout? This is, this is a lot of good questions, Harvey, but you're coming at it kind of with an all or none approach. This is why I said, you know, this is part of, having a financial advisor who's going to look at all the other options works in your favor. Because my question to you would be, do you want to retire? Nowhere in that did you say, I love what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And just because I'm the daughter of a pilot (laughs) and a naval aviator, 
I can tell you pilots outside of the cockpit get kind of grumpy. <laughs> you guys like to be in the cockpit. So I don't want you to quit or retire just because you think you need to. So yes, I know that you're not going to get any more in your pension. And that's kind of a, that's a bummer. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> it's a real bummer, but look at it this way. Now you have the buyout opportunity. You can take that money and invest it wisely in a diversified portfolio that's going to do to rebalance and is going to grow for you. And you have control over it versus just getting a check every month that may or may not have a decent cost of living adjustment on it for what they're going to give you. I always like money up front that I can control versus a long, long payout. That's part of the reason when I go to, when, when I do buy lottery tickets, which yes, I do, even as a financial planner, every once in a while, I always want the cash option. I want my money now. Yes, I know I'm taking a little bit less, but I want my money up front. The other thing is just because they're not participating in the pension anymore and you're taking a buyout, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to retire. Maybe they're having, maybe they're opening up a 401k. Maybe there's some other type of retirement plan where you could still be participating. Maybe you could take your, your money, take your paycheck and set up something on your own if need be. But it, you're looking at it in just a very on or off, all or none approach. And I think that this conversation involves a lot of variables. And if you're not going to fly, what are you going to do? Because those people that go into retirement without a hobby, without a plan, and I'm not just talking about money, I'm talking about mental, mental stimulation, especially for pilots. If you go into retirement without that, you're going to be miserable. And the people that are miserable in retirement don't tend to, they tend to be the ones that die early in retirement, or you're going to make your spouse miserable. Don't do that. <laughs> so, so the important thing to know is think about it. Are you just flying? If you're just flying for your pension and that's the only reason you're doing it, then that answers that question. But if you're flying for more than your pension, there are more questions to be answered here. If Harvey hasn't, I guess he'd probably benefit having a conversation with, uh, with Tim, correct? Just being in that same yes. kind of boat. Yeah. Yes. I always like to put our pilots together. They, they talk their own language. See, then, and then there's a pilot language. So then there's <laughs> finance, English, and pilot. Um, but I can tell you, dad, when he first officially, he wasn't flying. He didn't fly a lot for American most of his career. Really, he just flew on the weekends. This was his primary passion. This is what he loves more than anything. But even when we took those weekend flights away from him, he got antsy. Hmm. And I can tell you as an airline kid, if my parents were home for a month at a time and neither one of them had stepped foot on the airplane, I was praying for crew schedule to call. Those are the people <laughs> that tell the flight attendants pilots where to go. That's funny. I mean, there were times that I was like, I will call them and for and volunteer you for a trip. Because if he's just, it's a muscle, it's a muscle for yeah. dad. And the d muscle doesn't get used, it atrophies or it, it, it gets agitated. And so the best thing, that's where he is this morning. He's flying. Mm -hmm. Great question, Harvey. Uh, again, if you want to get more information and get connected with Tim, visit estesfinancial.net. Do it there and get in touch with uh, Tim and have that conversation. It's a, you know, it's a tough position as, as we talked about. There's a lot to consider there. So uh, we wish you the best, though as you uh, as you transition. So thank you for reaching out to us. If you have a question for us, find us on online. Also, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, you connect anywhere. Uh, but if you want to call 
The team at SS Financial, you can do that at 817-444-8402. All right, we'll close it out on that note. Bree, enjoyed it, and uh, glad uh, to hear Nate is on skis now, and uh, maybe we'll see some pictures and videos sometime down the road. Maybe it'll become a viral sensation. But I appreciate it. I hope not. (laughs) Everybody who's listening, go out and lead an abundant life. 